0: Welcome to The Storeroom, a North VCA podcast. The Storeroom is a place where we keep everything that influences our ideas. And this season, we discuss across a bewilderingly wide variety of topics, the impact that brand stories have on our lives. Welcome to The Storeroom. Let's go inside, and see what we can find. All right, welcome to The Storeroom, episode five, episode six. I'm just going to record both of them. <laughs> um, today we're going to be speaking about the politics of design, and what sparked this this idea was uh, actually the Design of the Year, Mike, which we found incredibly interesting as a as a piece. I mean, yeah. obviously that's a big thing, the Design of the Year.
1: Yeah, the Design of the Year. If, for those of you who are not in the know, was awarded to a giant interborder seesaw, what's also known as the teeter Totter War.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the American word for seesaws. Tater Totter. Tater Totter. How, how did that? I, I don't know. I can see why you could call it a seesaw because yeah. you see someone and then yeah, you, you saw them yeah, and they yeah, opened up. But I don't know why it's called a call think, anyway, so designed
1: by an, um, an architectural firm. I don't know too much about them. An but, architecture um, firm,
0: I think they have a San Francisco based called Royal San and Colectivo Shopeca. I think I'm saying that correctly. So, it sounds like a collab between between two architecture firms, which would make sense in the context. I don't know if you want to just explain the idea, Mike, because it's incredibly powerful.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was an incredible piece. It was awarded by the Design Museum in the UK. I mean, the guys that sort of are on that in that sort of elite crew are people like John Ivy, you know, from Apple, uh, architect like John Pawson. So these are guys that are like have, have built amazing products or design that not only looks great but also adds massive value to to you know whatever it is um, our world. You know,
0: and in this case creates a political statement. But again, we might have to catch you because I think his name is Sir Jonathan Ive.
1: Oh shit! What did I say? Ivy.
0: Yeah. John Arby, <laughs> okay. John Arvey, maybe okay. if you know him well. Anyway, Johnny So
1: what I thought was uh, really interesting about this piece was that um it's it's set between the borders of, of the US and, and, and Mexico it's, a, it's a, just a red seesaw that runs between the two countries so yeah. aesthetically nothing groundbreaking you know um, but the story that it tells is incredibly powerful
0: and it goes through the wall between the yeah. USA and so Mexico. it allows
1: the kids on either side to play with each other yeah you know? absolutely and, and I think the reason it won um, as I said wasn't because of the design of it it was the story it told you know especially now in a very sort of fragmented world it's a story of hope you know so I think that's that's a, a very powerful piece, and um, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. We also will post it on our, our Instagram, so you can check it out there too.
0: Absolutely, yeah, an, an incredibly an incredibly powerful piece. Yeah, and it's I think fun. you know,
1: I think it, it, it there was a really beautiful quote. You know, it, it remains an inventive and poignant reminder of how human beings can transcend the forces that seek to divide us. Beautifully put. Beautifully put. Wasn't yeah. me, obviously. <laughs> and the other, the second message which I, re- which I really liked about it was it was a bit of a fuck you to Trump. You know if yeah. you think about it like they actually announced the, the award on the on his last day in office so <laughs> so i, I kind of really like that sort of that sort of subtle little kind of you know i think you called jab. it a, i think you called it a farewell fuck you yeah a farewell fuck you, trump. <laughs> you yeah know. yeah and,
0: and that obviously led us to a, a conversation you know we we talk about brand we talk about brand stories and identities and, and there's no, almost no bigger stage than the than the u.s presidential election this year which was you know obviously between joe biden and donald trump was the incumbent and yeah just what we thought we'd do is we'd have a look at both of their campaigns and if you just look at them we're just gonna we're not gonna take politics out of it and just look purely at their at their messaging and you know what their what their story they were trying to tell average Americans was what do they stand for so it's almost a perfect example because there's you know billion dollar plus budgets there's one specific thing that you're saying that you're putting out there there's, there's a million
1: media channels
0: yeah, there's exactly. there's very specific there's very specific choices made on typography and imagery. So yeah, it was, and, it was and, very and the result
1: of the campaign, you know, it's, yeah. it's like you know, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, <laughs> We're not a, selling Kool Aid.
0: And this was this was probably one of the biggest deals for a while. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: Cool. So let's let's sort of dissect them. Brand Biden, his uh, tagline: "Our best days still lie ahead."
0: Yeah, you know. which I yeah, I find quite brave for a man of his age, but that's. <laughs> that's
1: a, <laughs> Um, I do what I, what I do. Sort of take out of that is that he's, he's looking for a sort of new voter. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think I think what he's what he's done is he you know whereas Donald Trump wants to appeal to his base, he had to really he had to get another incremental percentage just to get the majority. He just needed that extra bit. So he had to he had to appeal to a demographic who may not have voted or may have I don't know how many um, former Trump supporters, Republicans, he would have sw- he would have swayed over to his side. Yeah. But he really needed to go for a for that very, um, not generic, but very all-encompassing American
1: yeah, exactly, ideal. And exactly. I think he represented that. Yeah, yeah, so his sort of voice, you know, they, they, um, there was a nice sort of uh, phrase that they use, it's hallmarkish, inspirational. You know, if, you see, if you've if you seen his sort of landing page, it's like just a big picture of Joe. You know, he's smiling, he's very welcoming. Even the way he refers to himself, you know, his name is, it's not Joseph Biden, it's Joe Biden. It's a yeah. like, cup of Joe, a support Joe sleepy joe as trump used to call him yeah absolutely so he's very kind of of the people very, every man. yeah every man i think i think that's exactly what people need right now they just need someone like a friend uh, right.
0: some of some of that some of the imagery and the, the the tonality of his campaign reminded me a bit of that amazing Hal Rani ad um uh, that he did for i think it was for the reagan campaign where it's it's morning in america it was the most it was the right. most was the most beautiful beautifully written and he used to do a lot of the voiceovers was it a long writing. copy yeah He's doing a lot of the a lot of his voiceovers on his own ads, Hell and uh, yeah, we'll we'll put the link up for it, but it was beautiful. But it what it reminded me of, like Mike mentioned being Hallmarkish, but it, it's got that very nostalgic, you know, golden sunset kind of Midwest, yeah, your your your, your childhood, your small town America. Yeah. It had all of those it was hitting all of those nostalgic cues for me, which I think may have just been the may have just been the shift that, that, that he needed. Yeah. To exactly. get to get a to get a, the right number of people to to, to, to cast their vote for him. So and, then, it, and it worked.
1: It, it worked, yeah. yeah, yeah it thank worked. God. Um, so then on the other side of that, we've got um, Brand Trump, right?
0: Yeah. Was Trump's line, make America great again, again? <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> what, what, what was Trump's message? It was
1: keep America great. So he's looking after, he's going after old voters. You know, the voters that have p- voted for him in, in the past, he wants to retain those guys and sort of use them to push him forward. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And he wasn't, yeah, I think crucially, he wasn't looking for new... Supporters, he would love to have got some, but yeah. I think he knew his base was strong enough to appeal to them. Yeah. it would hopefully be enough for him to, exactly. to to win an election that he, for a long time, he was thought close. he actually won. Now. <laughs>
1: um, so then when it gets to his actual brand, you know, he, as, a, as we said, his sort of story is Keep America Great, brand colors classic red, white, and blue typography, bold and blocky, sans serif, like exactly what you'd expect. Yeah, um, very, his, very
0: masculine and... and yeah, exactly. CGI. So very
1: really like if, you, if Biden's the hallmark, he's like got this, um, he's got very big claims, um, very small print, you know, like he's not getting into too much detail. He's got like more kind of headline Yeah, he's, he's,
0: more, he's more of a headline
1: president yeah, yeah,
0: than, exactly. a, than a detailed
1: president, yeah. So, um, you know, the, the Trump campaign has a, an eye for grandeur. His pictures often use powerful sort of imagery as background we yeah. looking at air- helicopters, airplanes, large crowds, decorated military generals, foreign officials, very important stuff. Very important. Yeah. Always,
0: always on the move, always it's talking, nice, and yeah. he's gleaming, gleaming, yeah, business, gleaming yeah. surfaces of power. Exactly. It's almost like a stock image for what a president stands yeah. for, you know, and he wanted to keep his base because it, it worked for him in the, in the last election. So yeah. he, he wasn't really taking, taking Biden's approach of looking for new voters. Because I think he you know, that would have been quite difficult for him to be honest. Yeah. So I think what he did was just to reinforce the image that, that got him to where we Yeah,
1: got and I, I think it also that image sort of paints the picture of what, what, what his supporters want. They they want yeah.
0: they want an image of power and they want, man they want is, like, yeah. you know, they want
1: that backdrop. That's yeah. what they want the America to look like. Yeah. And you know, it's, it, as as superficial as it is. It works. It you know, Absolutely, as, works. As, as we said, his his supporters. That's what they want. much as it, and I hate to admit it. I think Brand Trump got it right. You know.
0: Well, Maybe. yeah. I mean, ab- absolutely he got it right. I mean, didn't didn't win the the election, but it yeah. definitely didn't alienate any of his any of his base. Yeah. I mean, we saw that, and they they still think they didn't lose, and some of them and, uh, <laughs> and ended up in the capital. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Apparently, um, he's, I saw, I he's looking th- for new lawyers at the moment. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw
0: I saw something. I saw something on uh, on the news last night. They're actually saying that um, people have been arrested for that uh, for the the insurrection or whatever you want to call it. There was a lot of them who didn't actually vote. So they they obviously America's got such a you know such a stringent voter registration policy that they could actually look up all the people who who got end up getting arrested. And some uh, there was quite a few of them who actually didn't even vote.
1: Okay, so um, Brand Trump. And Brand Biden on point. Um, Brand Bernie, not so much.
0: Not so much. Why yeah. is that? Well, I, again, I think he needed to he needed to extend his base beyond the the kind of university intelligentsia, the the liberal the liberal liberal arts crowd, or whatever you want to call them, uh, the New York the New York Times reader. And um, yeah, and I think by he kind of took an approach of being a bit too generic, so to attract n- mm. new people, he. He kind of watered down his own his exactly. his, his own uh, his but, own brand, to be honest. do yeah, Don't, yeah that No, thing. it is
1: very, as you said, like you know, it didn't represent you know him and what he stands for. Yeah, it is a very like generic kind of pretty really nicely designed brand, but yeah. like not really saying much.
0: And we need Bernie Sanders now. I mean, yeah. his his whole green policies and all that. Yeah, I mean,
1: stuff. he did he did add massive value at the inauguration, obviously with yeah, his, yeah. his mittens and what's come from that. I mean, those are those like those memes are just going kind of nuts. You know, they're phenomenal, and and uh, I think I, I think that's just a sign of the times you know like people are looking for for something to smile at yeah yeah you know, and and Bernie and his mittens provided it
0: yeah and I mean if they would I don't think there would have been a campaign manager in the world who would have said Bernie you know what we're going to do for your campaign we're going to have you in some mittens it's going <laughs> to go nuclear on the <laughs> internet we're going to have you slumped in a chair with some mittens but uh, I, loved, I loved, I just loved it I love the whole thing I love Bernie Sanders I I, I I do agree with his politics and 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 uh, but a friend of mine uh, just said he looked like an old dude on the way to the post office. <laughs> he, had that, he had that manila envelope, looking for his chair, those yeah, mittens, and he just didn't look too, too stoked to be there, which, yeah, I, which I really… Arms, I mean, arms crossed. I think everyone, I think everyone also, one of the reasons they may have gravitated towards it, because thank God American politics was pouring again, it was just another inauguration. Yeah, exactly. Bernie was like kind of slumped in yeah. his chair, like, oh, you know, when's this going to be over? and. I think uh, also they had their first press briefing at the White House, and it was run very normally. They asked questions from it's the media; the very, media asked them questions. Yeah, it's very so, dull in comparison for the, to yeah, the last four years. Yeah. Absolutely, and and with a big a big danger of that, I think is if if mundanity looks like brilliance compared to what's gone before, you must be very cautious of that. So exactly. I think the Biden campaign you, has a lot, the Biden administration has a lot of. A lot of a you lot know,
1: of work to do. The um, the sort of Guardian homepage was starting to look like a bit of a tabloid magazine with, with Trump and his antics. <laughs> yeah. you know? So it's nice to see things been you know it's pretty things are pretty kind uh, of feel like they're back to normal. You know? Absolutely, yeah. There's a long way to go. Absolutely, actually, but at least we we're on, on the right track. Yeah,
0: and I mean we we also we looked at um, you know Obama as well because he, he had a very special campaign and the, just the messaging was actually quite a special time with Yes We Can. Yeah, almost yeah, everywhere you, everywhere you went you'd yeah. you hear that just that super positive statement. Yeah. And I, th- I thought that was incredibly powerful. Yeah,
1: so simple. And you know, from that came probably one of my sort of, I suppose, because it was, it was I was there when it happened. I
0: want No, you were living, you were living in the States, yeah. No, I was in the UK, okay. but I
1: saw it. We're talking about the sort of shepherd fairy hope, the image that was created around the, around the campaign. And funny enough, it wasn't, a lot of people thought it was commissioned by the, the Obama administration, but it wasn't. It, he did it, he took the yes we can message and turned it into a poster right. of hope.
0: He's not looking for
1: votes in Shoreditch. <laughs> no, definitely not.
0: And for something for some street art to get noticed in Shoreditch, it's got to really stand yeah. out because Shoreditch <laughs> is just street art. It is the street if art. Too. Mean,
1: it's uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's the um, sort of gallery of street art, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that was just a, a, a beautiful kind of story. It became the sort of the image of, of um, Obama, and it what started off as like a little poster and and you know a T-shirt then became this sort of phenomenon that just kind of spread. You know, globally, um, and Obama. You know, it, it was just such a beautiful, real message, and I think that's what I what I loved about it was it was it wasn't created by Obama. It was created by someone else. Yeah. You know, and and the the result of that was was hugely impactful. I mean, there's a there's a little um, letter that actually Obama wrote to Shepard Ferry just thanking him for you know the support and just for his work. And yeah, there, there's a the letter there. It's got a Obama right. Barack Obama letterheads. Not, not bad letterhead to
0: get him. so yeah barack obama is just from a design point of view his letterhead is incredible <laughs> just says barack obama in a beautiful serif just underlined um and it's dated february 22nd 2008 dear shepherd i'd like to thank you for using your talent in support of my campaign the political messages involved in your work have encouraged americans to believe they can help change the status quo your images have a profound effect on people whether seen in a gallery or on a stop sign. I'm privileged to be a part of your artwork and proud to have your support. I wish you continued success and creativity. Sincerely, Barack Obama. Sure. Nice letter to get.
1: Yeah. Very nice letter. So yeah, that was a... Although there was some
0: controversy around it.
1: Yeah. No, there was. There, it, did get, it didn't end well. <laughs> the, but you know, it did. It, did, it created... The
0: Obama, the Obama administration didn't end well. Either, but anyway. um, and what's interesting about that for me is Shepard Fairey's often a lot of his uh, artwork involves you know uh, political probably divisive political characters like Mao Zedong or Che Guevara, but the the addition of the word hope to that to that piece of to that piece of art yeah is that that's that's what shifted and uh, and that's obviously what gets you a letter from 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 Barack Obama so yeah and yeah. also I mean just speaking about Che Guevara but I, I want to know just so it was obviously nineteen sixty eight when the beret became the symbol of of, oh, of revolution and. I think if we look locally, uh, no matter again, we're not going to take a political stance here. But no matter what your opinion on the EFF is, they've got some very, very, they've made some very, very bold design yeah. and visual, visual decisions. Yeah. The red beret, um, going into parliament dressed as, as either domestic workers or, or, or labourers, is, is it's, it's a striking visual, and you know exactly where they stand. Exactly. Um, whereas I think some of our some of the other parties here could. Um, Learn a lesson, not necessarily from their politics, but definitely from their striking visual identity. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that got us, to th- got us. got us thinking about, you know, the way political statements in design have almost always existed. Mm. Um, the example I use is probably one of the oldest examples ever: is the the map of the world. Is the I actually learned this from an episode of The West Wing, strangely enough, that, that television show, there, which was, which was <laughs> great. But um, they the the map of the world because the Europeans were the ones who essentially discovered the world, hmm. in their opinion. Once they actually started, the cartographers started to map it out, they realized that Europe was this kind of tiny smudge at the top of these giant continents like like Africa yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. South America and uh, even to a degree Australia. So they actually changed, they shifted the focus of, and they made Europe on a world map look a lot bigger than it actually is. It actually is. And, uh, in the made sc- it the
1: center of, of like the yeah, world. You know? Exactly,
0: Abs- a, essentially yeah. the center of the world. Yeah. So just the political, the political thinking behind the design of the wo- of the world is is incredible mm.
1: so anyway yeah i think yeah. this design you know uh, for forget there's a great quote from tibor kelman the hungarian american artist um who, who created you know, some amazing iconic work for colors magazine united colors of benetton yep. talking heads yeah his, his sort of philosophy was design should be used to increase public awareness of social issues and i Absolutely. think that, i think that we all have a responsibility whether it, whatever communication sort of avenue you're in whether it's design or advertising or whatever it is yeah or
0: music or yeah. art there, there's yeah. there's
1: a, a, a responsibility to the work that we put out there 100 yeah, so so yeah i think that's and that's actually one of the reasons we as part of our sort of i suppose company vision is we really want to work with with good companies
0: absolutely know? companies are looking to looking to change the social contract yeah
1: yeah So like now it's more important than ever whatever yeah. sort of whatever industry it is in, in, in any communication type media you need to be responsible with the message you're putting out there absolutely you know there's a big there's a bigger much bigger picture at play here
0: and and it's, it was strange during these conversations. of strange it was interesting during these conversations that um, the question was put to us why are most designers and creatives of a very liberal persuasion um, it seems to be part of our Part of our makeup we, we want the world to be a better place we know that design can influence that we know it can change the way society sees certain things yeah. and but then having said that there is someone who designed the website for joe bolsonaro the, the in, in in you know the, yeah. the, the the south american trump if you will yeah so and again there are people who support him so you know it's not it's not as if everyone i don't know i wonder if there's ever been a you know, the design studio said, "Like, sorry, we're not, we're not interested because we don't agree with your politics." Um, it probably
1: has happened. You know, I think it's like design is still doing what it was designed to do—to change the world for better. And I think design is starting to play a much bigger role in. in you know, social messaging, if you look at a, um, Extinction Rebellion, that brand that's oh, been yeah. created around that, that's very iconic, it's very sort of modern, you can see it from a million miles away. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, what it stands for.
0: But yeah. we, yeah, absolutely. But we we do also get it wrong though, I remember there's a story also like, sorry, again, I'm a bit of a geography geek, so it was when there was the World Cup in 1994 in the States, and uh, Saudi Arabia had qualified, and so McDonald's thought it'd be great to just publish all of the countries that qualified, all 32 countries. Actually, I think it was 24. In, no, no, it was 32 in, in 1998. Uh, and they, they, they thought they would, they thought they would, they, would, they would, they would print all of the country's flags in at USA 94 and their McDonald's packaging, not realizing that that the Saudi Arabian flag had has, has sacred the sacred text of the Quran on the on the flag. So to crumple up your McDonald's packet and throw it in the bin is was just so offensive and wow. and roughly so. So. I don't even want to think about what the print run on that was, <laughs> but they had to—they had, to had to pull the whole thing, and they couldn't just leave Saudi Arabia off because that would also cause a huge, a huge thing. Yeah. So, and uh, and I think sometimes you know we've got to—you've got to think, think about it a bit more. We've also, exactly. with, with design, it becomes a, a great deal of responsibility. And as you've said, Mike, you know the, the message that you're putting out there is becoming more and more powerful. And it's becoming more and more needed, and it's becoming more and more in focus. Yeah. And it can go to so many different places. Yeah. So it really has to be thought through. So I think the, the overall message is that design design does matter. It is incredible, incredibly powerful. So it requires a, a lot of thought and, and in many ways great responsibility to when it when it's when it's done properly because it really can it really can change the world. So whatever you're doing out there, do it like it. make it look lacquer. Like uh, yeah, do it do do it with um, do it for the right reasons and, and uh, do it responsibly and do it with a lot of with a lot of passion and care. And yeah, for the right causes, preferably. But, you know, if not, if, even if it's for the wrong cause, at least have the right message. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like the Trump camp. So on brand. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to see more warships. <laughs>